1: It is the Joe Rose Show here on AM Five Sixty Sports WQIM. I guess Joe is still thawing out. Okay. Uh, I know he was. He in on Monday,
2: Omar. He was so he, in on Monday. Yes, he, he, he was. He is
1: a trooper. Joe is a trooper. He got back uh, probably early Sunday from sub-zero temperatures in Kansas City. He did the show with you. I heard uh, Omar, you were on with Dan Day
2: yes, yesterday.
1: Sir. You're on with me, Alex Dono today, and you can definitely tell. That this is my one and done doing the early morning for the week because I'm I've already had two coffees today Omar two two coffees already today okay. had an espresso at home right after I woke up that I'm that ready. would
2: explain the pep in your step right now
1: <laughs> but it's also you could tell because I doing this shift one day out of the week. It's not a big deal. Yes. Right?
2: Yeah, you're you're at, you're 1000% correct. You <laughs> see the drag in my eyes, you see the strain in my body. Doing it one day, not a big deal. No, it's not. Doing it 3 days, uh yeah, you got And you're you got, on day 3. Yeah, I'm on day 3. You got to change your whole life. You got to change your whole routine. Unfortunately, I said to myself last night, "Hey, I need to take my behind the bed after watching Hard Knocks." Did a Ninety minute live. I didn't show even watch Har-
1: Hard Knocks yet. I was gonna watch. Oh, you
2: were disciplined. You went I to bed. Be- you, you went to bed on a, on a respectable time. I, I went to
1: bed at like nine o'clock.
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh, Vlad, I, I, I'm curious about Vlad's behavior at nighttime when he's doing these morning shifts. Do you, nah, man. Do, do I, you yo, turn it in or
3: literally right after um, Hard Knocks, the final episode. Yeah. It was shut down.
2: Yeah. I, I had to do I do an all dolphins podcast. Um and we've been doing live shows after Hard Knock. Sometimes we do it, sometimes we don't do it. Um You had to
1: do it after the last one. After
2: though. the last one, you absolutely had to do it. I had hoped that we would see maybe some sort of postseason discussion about the team and the state of the franchise or you know, where we are moving forward. But it much like the dolphin season, it just ended in a thud. Like really, just bloop. it was kind of it was the weakest one. It was by far the weakest episode. Now cinematography, the the cinematic aspect of it, the drone, you know, theater ish opening, you know, taking you everybody. Oh you- no,
3: it, it was good. No, it, it 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 it's you know what? Here's the problem. I'm gonna tell you what the problem is
2: because you know the outcome. Yeah, but you yeah. still you still you know the outcome of movies that you watch. But no, you but still the, go watch them. Yeah, but you when know I
1: went the, to the Titanic, I'm like, damn, I but really you thought know,
3: the ship you was saw gonna the it. you saw the you saw the ending, so you saw you kind of know what's going on. You just wanted yeah. to see the reaction yeah, of the sure. players and the coaches, but sure. no, like you said, they set you up instead of going with the week. Leading up to the game, yes, they started they off ten minutes with you at leading. the game, like them, yes,
2: at the wild card, at um, at Kansas City. They take you, they take you the first ten minutes. I don't want to spoil it for you, Dono. Well, Very, I mean, I, like Vlad said, I already know. You know, it's like when you go see the Passion of the Christ,
1: you already have an idea like what's going to happen. Uh, yeah. when you go see a World War II movie, you know, you know who wins and who loses.
2: You can spoil it. They 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 set you up cinemat cinematography with uh, drone shots and stadium buses and people walking up to the, the stadium and breathing you know the, the the what i loved about it was every every breath you saw yeah. and then, then they bring in, um, and, and later on in the show, um, they play the Phil Collins song. You know, oh, uh, in the air Yeah, and then you know, and, and as Phil sing, I could see it coming in the air night. And then they, they, whenever they say air, you see, <laughs> you see somebody breathe. That's beautiful. It, wow. Yeah,
1: I'm gonna watch so, just uh, for that, and then I'm gonna it, turn it off.
2: Absolutely. I mean, they might as well <laughs> have turned it into like a black and white film where it's 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 just cinematically beautiful. Yeah. Um, content wise, uh, yeah. I mean, we didn't know the ending, but you know, they showed us one. They, they show, and I, I felt like this was just an absolute, absolute tease because they show McDaniel and Greer coming out of like a meeting together and going into a team meeting, but show us no conversation. That sucks. Uh, I, you know, I we, we didn't see Ross. We didn't, you know, we didn't see, Greer didn't talk the whole episode. Oh, actually, you know what he did? He talked in, when when they were announcing the Pro Bowl, you saw Greer kind of make a cameo appearance and, and talking to the guys who made the Pro Bowl with the exception of Jalen Ramsey. I guess who was too good for that meeting. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not even joking. Uh, <laughs> Jalen Ramsey acts like he's too good for everything. Yeah. Um, and... Uh, you know but the episode it just it just was lacking all you heard players say was damn it's cold the whole the whole episode it's like the whole I felt, episode I, I is was like watching the game. man it's cold i, I was
1: watch, i was watching the game on a cruise ship in the caribbean where it was like 80 degrees but yeah. I, I felt i felt like i needed to put on a jacket while i was watching
2: from the lounge in the cruise ship it looked so cold i I will say this. Oh, it was cold, bro. It was cold, yeah. And, and you know, you, to the point where people were like, yeah, their beards, like, sweat or, or drool or it's like whatever. It's a hazard having a beard in a game yeah, like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, that stuff was frozen on them. <laughs> um, all you did was hear people say it was cold. I, I love Eric Stutzville, the running back coach. Uh, he, says at the, he says during a team meeting to the running backs, you know, I don't know about most of you guys if you've played in Kansas City while that field looks green yeah. it's just painted green it's oh my gosh. it's it's dirt wow. and it's it's frozen dirt that's painted green and he's like basically it's going to be hard it's it's got no give to it yeah. um and then even Mike McDaniel um go you know he's on the field and he's looking at it looking at it and he starts kicking it and he's like he's like this is just frozen dirt and it, you know and I mean, those are conditions that they play in, and that you know, Kansas City's familiar with it. That's their home stadium. They practice in it. They practice outside in the elements. Um, and you know, that's why I'm so curious and interested to see what happens this week in Buffalo. Because did you know Patrick Mahomes has never played a pl- road playoff game?
1: Right. He's only the only times he's not been in his stadium were in Super Bowls. He's always played every every playoff game has yeah. been at Arrowhead.
2: And, and I know it doesn't get any. Pretty much doesn't get any worse than Arrowhead. I, I gotta, I tell you, you know, I, I, you know, I've covered the NFL. Yeah, you've for, been to every stadium. I've been, I think I've been to every stadium. I'm pretty sure I've been to every. Fifteen years, I'm sure I've been to every yeah, stadium. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, I gotta think about that. You're, you're actually gonna make me think uh. about that. Um, kid, the two times I've been to Kansas City, probably the two coldest times I've I've ever experienced in my life. And I'm not saying that Kansas City is a bad city or whatever. It's great barbecue. Mm-hmm. Um, like I know what's good, every city's good for. Yeah, Kansas City's phenomenal barbecue probably i would put it right up there with you know i'm not going to barbecue in dallas even though i know their barbecue is good and every every state has different types of barbecue mm. like north carolina and south carolina one has mustard base one has vinegar base <laughs> yeah, right. you know it's a little weird um a <laughs> little weird a un- little uncomfortable for me um i kind of like the sweet honey type of barbecue but in kansas city has that oh, um and then and, and then they do great brisket but I, I, getting back to the point, the two times I've been to Kansas City, two coldest times I've ever yeah. experienced in life. So yeah. I did not go this trip because I've been, you know, not traveling and doing the Dolphins pregame show for game day censored uh, here at WQAM. But obviously, we know how the season ended. Mm-hmm. But I was, and, little-
1: and it's not something I particularly care to relive either. It was just, uh, and it's not even just that game from the Ravens game to the Buffalo game to the Kansas City game. Uh, you know,
2: you don't you don't want to relive Dolphins' misery. I don't. I that's don't, kind of I'm what my Dolphin. career
1: is based. Well, on, you know? uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm sure that there there's a lot of fans of rival teams that were eager to tune into Hard Docs
2: for other reasons. But uh, why why do you think? Why would you think rival teams? Would oh, be I enjoy other Martin? teams'
1: misery. Are you kidding me? Oh, oh like okay. T- team teams that I hate. Like oh my, like if. Uh, you know, I, I was listening to uh Florida State podcasts after they, you know, didn't get selected for the playoffs. I oh, love, I, I love to hear the Karens whine and complain about it. Uh, I'll tune into a New York Jets podcast, Philadelphia. E- not that I particularly hate the Eagles, but they—that's uh, one team that collapsed as badly as the Dolphins. Oh, did so you, you
2: you want to you want you want rubberneck? Misery loves uh, company.
1: Uh, yeah, uh, I love to rubberneck.
2: Uh, so you, you listen to a Dallas podcast, Dallas Cowboys podcast? Oh
1: yeah, absolutely. Uh, wow, I've
2: never really thought about that, sir. Uh, I I I think that's a I think that's a sickness you might have,
1: and I know other people do it because you yeah. know I, I host uh, Locked On Cane's, and obviously you know Miami had one of uh, one of the worst moments last year when Mario Cristobal didn't take the knee. Oh,
3: you one of your, your, your you should most watched my episodes? my
1: com- Oh yes, one of my most watched episodes, and it was. Seventy five percent of the comments that I got were from Florida State fans, et cetera, who just came in rubbernecking, came in there. Oh, to Oh my, my gosh! History.
2: I never thought about that. <laughs> what, what? The one thing I will say about learning about, because um, you know the podcast game, and and you you're one of the reasons why I'm actually doing it because you're kind of an inspiration, motivation kind of guy for me. I appreciate. That. Um, I've learned so much about it. We we, we just did our two hundredth episode yesterday oh i uh, see
1: i heard i heard 199 I didn't because 200 was the the, it, the hard knock yeah we just did
2: our hitting. 200th episode wow. you know i'm so sick of alan poupard at this point um but you know it's it's like a marriage it's it's you know you go 200 days with somebody it's like yeah it's yeah. like yeah, you get tired of talking to somebody yeah. after a while um but i'm kind of kidding about that but not really <laughs> uh <laughs> um it, it, it's it's you know What you learn is, one, the Dolphin fans, they don't want to relive pain. Most people don't want And so we've been riding great success and doing tremendously well because the team was doing tremendously well. And everybody wants to relive those great moments and those great joys. Up up until
1: mid-December, it was was a great ride. It
2: was a phenomenal ride. The last three weeks, uh, a little bit of struggle city Um, (laughs) just because nobody wants to relive this. Yeah. Um but you know I'm so used to living in this and I'm so accustomed to dolphins dysfunction like this is this is my norm. Yeah. This is, you know, helping fans give giving fans therapy, helping fans cope, helping fans put the season together, put the season together, helping fans figure out this the capocalypse which, you know, is something that I I warned people about in the off season and then while you were riding this high you were like, nah, don't bring that nonsense over here. Don't 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 don't, don't give me this don't give me this like doomsday is coming crap and, and then you know, we go through this season, ends in a thud, and then here I am, the bad guy telling you. Yeah. The capocalypse ca- ca- is here,
1: and 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 that's one of the that capocalypse that's coming. I guess you could say it's here now. That's one of the reasons why, as a Dolphin fan, this is going to be one of like the more the more painful failures. The way that this season went down yeah. is because you've basically been on a five year rebuild. Uh-huh. And, you know, you, you've you gone all in. You went all pieces. in. Like you you go, you've bottomed out. You all in yeah. for the Jalen Ramseys and the Bradley Chubb And, and the you Tyree hoped Kills. you would be
2: good enough while your players were young and cheap enough right? and so, to, like, to, to win it all yeah, and, 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 what, what, and what get to you a won? playoff win. You've
1: got the longest playoff drought in the NFL, and now the Bills do. A
2: little bit of Struggle City um, <laughs> just because nobody wants to relive this. Yep. Um, but, you know, I'm so used to living in this and i'm so accustomed to dolphins dysfunction like this is this is my norm yeah. this is you know helping fans give giving fans therapy helping fans cope helping fans put the season together put the season together helping fans figure out the the capocalypse which you know is something that i i warn people about in the off season and then while you were riding this high you were like nah don't bring that nonsense over here Don't, don't 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 give me this don't give me this like doomsday is coming crap and and then you know we go through this season ends in a thud and then here i am the bad guy telling you yeah the ca- ca- apocalypse is here,
1: and 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 that's one of the that apocalypse that's coming. I guess you could say it's here now. That's one of the reasons why, as a Dolphin fan, this is going to be one of like the more the more painful failures. The way that this season went down yeah. It's because you've basically been on a five year rebuild. Uh-huh. And you know, you, you've you gone all in. You went all pieces. in. Like you, you, go, you bottomed all out. In yeah. For the Jalen Ramseys and the Bradley Chubbs. And, and the you Tyree hoped you Kills. would be good
2: enough while your players were young and cheap enough. Right. And so, to, like, to, to win it all and get to a playoff win. You've got the
1: longest playoff drought in the NFL, and now the Bills do.
2: Correct. No. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like going to one of those fancy restaurants for. Um, You know, for a birthday celebration, it's a table of 12, and, you know, you know, and people are just (laughs) ordering whatever, and they're just buying all these drinks, and, you know, your girlfriend's on her third round of a drink, um, hey, dessert, are we going to order dessert? Absolutely, we're going to order dessert. three lava cakes. Uh, Yeah, let's get three lava cakes, and then all of a sudden the bill comes, and it's (laughs) two grand, Uh, and you're like, you're like, damn. Did we really need those lava cakes? Yeah. And here we are. The bill is due.
1: Oh, man. Well, I, I want to talk a little bit more about this capocalypse and what it means for the Dolphins Uh at- that's why I'm so glad Omar Kelly is here with me. On yeah, I'm, I'm
2: that doomsday guy, folks. Uh,
1: and I love it. He is the Grim Reaper right now. We got we got <laughs> Vlad on the other side of the glass. Keep it locked right here. Joe Show on AM 560 Sports, WQAM.
0: Mark- we really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch.
2: Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today.
4: Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.
0: You know, Quarterbacks of his age have been $50 million plus. Is that the number where we should expect if a 2 extension gets done in that range or is there another level uh, than $50 million AAV?
4: <laughs> wow, uh, I think that's just one. We're gonna keep wa- talking with him. We'll work through it all. You know, so, is he representing two?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah, so we'll just keep you know our conversations working with him, and um, I, I think everything will be productive, and we'll just see what happens.
1: Uh, Chris Greer, not saying anything? Answering a very, very specific financial question. Absolutely. I Absolutely about Tua. Uh and Omar just when uh during the you know, I, I used to be a Tua doubter. Maybe I am again. I don't know where I stand right now. But just when I thought, yeah, I,
2: I think that Cruz got to you because he can't. I'm sorry, I'm I'm a Tua believer, and I can't watch that game and watch that play call and watch that offense. Fair. And not second guess it,
1: but it's not like that was his first questionable game, even in in the last month. Right? Yeah, I mean, no, that, that uh, was a, a culmination of that
2: things. was kind of questionable number three. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I, and, and I say this, and I, I get into feuds uh, with my my all dolphins partner Alan Poupard, on the podcast about it because I consistently bring up the injury, and Vlad is 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 there as well, where I'm I'm in feuds with Vlad because. I consistently bring up the injuries, and I think Hard Knocks verifies my position and my stance because you're watching practice at Vlad. Did you not watch practice and see Waddle limping through the entire practice? Yeah, just yes, okay. injuries
3: happen. But everybody's been injured this so, season. So, what, what was Al- Alan's point
1: was that if you're on the no excuses,
2: No excuses. If you're on the field, right, you're good enough to go. And my you, you, argument, you, know why, you is, know why he
1: says that? Because he's a hockey guy. And, okay, and, and, absolutely. And that, that, that's the hockey mindset. Oh
2: well, hockey's dumb.
1: If you're, if uh, you're, on, if you're on the ice, you're okay. I, I was trying to do a French accent. I
2: you're, you're better at the. You're Russian. Give me this, Sergey. Give me, yes. this, Sergei, give me
1: Recently, the Sergey. I have I have small uh, you know broken bones in fists. You know, it, I have concussion, the torn ACL. I play. I, I'm fine. If I if I'm on the if I'm on ice, I'm good to go.
2: Yeah. No. I, I, And Vlad, we went to war, me and Vlad, we went to war on this, and I stand in my position, and I think Hard Knocks backs up my position. Um, Literally, I'm of the opinion that even though Jalen Waddle was out there, he should not have played. I, right. I, I watched him that previous week in their one practice of the week, and I said to myself, like, yeah, he can't help me. Yeah. He can't help the team. Especially in those conditions. yeah. Uh, I don't know if it's a good but no the thing about the thing about the Waddle absence, which coincides with Tua basically sucking for the final month of the season, is the presence of Waddle and Tyreek on the field, it stretches you vertically and makes teams defend you differently. Mm-hmm. Um, if I don't have anybody on the opposite side that I fear, and I got to give well, I, I gotta give Tyreek extra attention, even if I give Tyreek extra attention, he's talented enough, even at 70%, to do what he did, which is score a touchdown. Yeah. He, a, a broken play, he's going to catch the ball, it's a 50-50 ball, he's going to catch the ball, he's going to break a play, and he's going to score a touchdown. Now, he's going to do that at least once a game, yeah. but is he going to give me a Tyreek game? No, he's not going to give me a Tyree game. Then you look on the other side where Waddle is playing, but he's maybe at 70%. I'm not fearing his deep ball, so I'm not covering him differently. I'm giving you single safety high looks, so I'm protecting myself. I can. I don't have to do twin safety high because I don't fear anybody. I don't I don't fear them like that. And, yeah, he's on the field, and, yeah, Mostert's on the field, but they're both maybe, and I'm being generous, seventy percent, and that's probably medically aided seventy percent. Yeah, right. Okay. Did that offense look at like it was about at seventy percent? Yeah. If
3: if even that for the last
1: what five weeks <laughs> for of the, the last season?
2: no don't give it five and, and, and don't be disrespectful think, Dallas okay yeah. yes I own it okay
3: Dallas Baltimore own it Buffalo,
2: Buffalo. own it Kansas City. Own oh, it. That's four weeks, sir. That's four weeks. That's four weeks, not okay. five. All right. And, and who was hurt? And, and, and who was hurt during that stretch?
3: Who was hurt? Why wasn't hurt against? Wait, what, during the Jets, he wasn't hurt against the Jets. He wasn't. Hurt I didn't say. We, you against? didn't say Jets. Okay. Did I hear that's Jets? That's five weeks. Did, did I hear you weeks. mention he, the Jets? He's he's no, I didn't. Now you're adding. adding now you're adding games. No, no, no. You said five. I said five weeks. You said five weeks. That's no But I
2: said it's four weeks. No, no. You verify. You named four or five.
3: Right. I said five. So I ver. So I made sure to add the fifth. It was the Jets, thirty to nothing. But the off that was without Tyreek. That right? was out, without Tyreek, and so you then, had water. You had a healthy so, water. So you had a I healthy heard, So what I had heard was, "Oh, we're too weak centric." That's what that was, that was. That was that was the narrative during that week. We're too weak centric. So what happened? Thirty to nothing. Oh, we're not weak centric anymore.
2: No, we, we we can play one game against a bad opponent. Right. And, not, not
3: well. It might have been a bad opponent offensively, but that was still one of the top three defenses in the league.
2: Yeah, and then when you and then and then when so, you can't score any points, your your defense quits.
3: So therefore, okay. So then, so well, did the defense quit these these, these last four weeks? Because the offense sure didn't didn't score for the Dolphins. Because what I know is twenty two points against the against the Cowboys, five field goals. Jason Sanders saved your ass. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Huh? Sure, what yep. I remember was a seven nothing lead against the Ravens. Ravens scored. Tyreek dropped the touchdown. 10-7, And after that, you got your ass kicked.
2: Oh no! I no no, I, I I'm not defending the Ravens. loss. the Ravens were going to kick anybody's ass that they. And played.
3: I can really say that yes, the offense was for the fast five weeks because even when you had a twenty a two touchdown lead against Tennessee, okay, Oof.
2: all why right. Why you got to bring Tennessee? Because yeah. Why, yeah. why, why you got to bring Tennessee because in this? The and, and
1: that, that that is one of the reasons why the Dolphins had to go to Kansas City to play a playoff. Not game one the first, of the reasons. So the only reason. well, the, I get the, the, the main you, reason. Still, yeah, you get the main reason, but at the same time. You were home against Buffalo the week prior. Win and didn't you win take the care division, of your business. Didn't 153,
2: 153 and, 2 has the ball to yep. tie the game, and he's. Poops the bed.
3: So exactly. that offense that's been great all season scored only forty points in the last three weeks in the, th- the three most important games that they had to. So there, yeah, you and, can, tell me, who, you can me the, tell me about name injuries. Name me the offensive weapons that were healthy. You can tell me about injuries, but you know what? You're not. You have everybody I, has injuries. Everybody has injuries, and supposedly the guy that's play, that's calling the plays on the offense is a genius. So
2: he, shouldn't he not make some adjustments? I'm not arguing that, and I think you're right in terms of the adjustments, they did make adjustments. They just didn't work. Yeah, exactly. They changed the game plan. Just yeah. didn't work. Right. They changed their style of play. Just didn't work. Yeah. And I could also bring up the point of when you're practicing one time a week, it's uh, you, the, the the adjustments that you make, the alterations that you make, how likely are they to stick when you're practicing one time a week and then your top players are not practicing? Yeah. It, it, it factors in, the, is it an excuse for what we saw? Absolutely not. There is no excuse. They, they, they soiled themselves. There's yes. a meme out there with Tua with soiled pants, <laughs> and that's the reality that you, that you, you have. Yeah, the
1: reality is the Dolphins, the Cowboys, yeah. and the Eagles have all become a meme now.
2: See, but here's the thing. They're one of the final 12 teams, and everybody is examining how they ended their seasons. And, yes, the way that they went out, failure. Yes. Now we're we're gonna get to the next round of games and the losers, you know how their season's gonna end? Failure. failure. And then we're gonna get to the next round of the the championship round and then the losers gonna gonna end in what? Failure.
3: Guess yeah, the, what? The right, there's thirty one failures. Yes. That's
1: yes. one champion. But here, Correct. Here's the thing. There are different degrees of failure and, and now the Miami Dolphins have a longer playoff victory drought than anybody. Yes. Anybody. That includes Detroit. Y- you always Cleveland. had you
2: always had Detroit no matter what your yeah. misery was. You always had man at least we're not Detroit. Yeah, right. Now, now now you are Detroit. Now it is you. Yeah. We're gonna start
1: eating square pizzas down here. It's uh Yeah, there is a Detroit, Detroit. Detroit
2: square. I, I I don't know about square pizza. I'm not I, a fan. I know Mark Hock, Hockman Hawkman
1: loves the square uh, pizza he's from the yeah, midwest. There's like a Detroit pizza a spot in thing. Fort Lauderdale and I was and like I went to it once and, and my, my wife loved it. I was just like Yeah,
2: yeah, I'm not it, like i wonder if they can establish. so so is there a Detroit pizza place before there's a Chicago pizza place in Miami? Is, is no, there like is a,
3: a Chico- I think there's some Chicago pizza places down here.
2: I, I don't, I'm not a big Chicago pizza. I'm not, I'm not huge on it either. I, I don't want a bowl full of cheese. I'm well, sorry. Like
1: I, I can do it like once every couple of years because yeah. when you eat it, if you feel like it takes a year off of your life. It's so rich. It's like a cheese casserole. Yes. And every time I eat the Chicago pizza, I'm like, all right, I'm, let me cross a year off of the end of my life because it's so rich.
2: It's it's like going to one of those uh, places where they have all, all you can eat meat. Where it's oh, uh, the Brazilian spots, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my god! Where like where, I
1: leave there with chest pains and sweats.
2: Yeah, yeah. It takes probably about uh, six months for it all be, that meat to come out your stomach. It's worth it though. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. If you if you're if you're craving meat, <laughs> yeah, it's not a bad option.
1: Yeah. So, um, when when we talk about this, uh, let, let, let's get to this on the other side. When it comes to this cap capocalypse. I've got questions on the futures of certain players. And I'm not even saying that these players aren't part of the Dolphins' future, but I think we do need to talk about the Tua extension and what the number's going to be like. So you want to keep it right here. AM560 Sports, the Joe Rose Show here on WQAM.
3: Is it your intention and your desire to um, strike out a long-term deal uh,
0: with Tua this offseason?
4: Yeah, no, we've had uh, conversations, like we said, we wouldn't talk with, you know, throughout the season uh, in terms of contract stuff, but we've stayed in touch with his agent. Um, had good conversations throughout the year, um, never talking about money or anything, just good conversations about, you know, where he is and the relationship with Mike and the team here and everything he's done. And, you know, so the goal is to have him here, uh, long-term playing at a high level. So, you know, that's always the goal and, um, we'll continue and we'll communicate with him through the off season here. And, and like we've always said in the past, you know, you guys know me. We don't really talk to the media <laughs> through all that stuff. So we'll just we'll keep all those talks internal and with his rep, reps.
1: Some of the texts that are coming in on the Kendall Toyota, West Kendall Toyota text line on TUA at 305-567-0560. I don't know how anyone can listen to our last segment and come to this conclusion. Uh, in the 561, you're trying to blame one player. Tua. Yep. I mean, how, how did you That's listen? everybody. How do you listen to the last segment when uh, Omar I, Omar was basically talking about all the things that went wrong in that game, not including Tua? I don't know how anyone jumps to that conclusion about
2: that. They've, they've heard me all week, and I'm I'm fighting against this narrative that, you know, I, and I, 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 I understand. I've covered football for 20-something years. I've covered the Dolphins for 15 years. Yeah. It always comes down and back to the quarterback. And... Especially now, I think two is in unfortunately in the perfect storm of, um, you know, the eye of the storm because, he's basically in a position to ask for money and right. should be getting paid money. I mean, did did and
1: Daniel Jones get paid a lot of money? Like, yeah, you know. but that's
2: cheap. That's cheap. That's $40 million. Right. That's, but that's still, that's like $28 million yeah. more than he Dolphins, deserves. Dolphin <laughs> fans would be like <laughs> celebrating if, if right. Tua took a Daniel Jones deal.
1: Right. But the, the thing is like, okay, my, my view on, on Tua, um, obviously he cleared a, a big hurdle this past year. Staying healthy for the entire season. Yeah, so that yeah, was yeah. One of the big doubts that people absolutely
2: had. people wanted to know if he was a fluke, if he would do right, it again, if right. he could be statistically one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL, and if he could play 17 games. Well, right. he had a couple of injuries and still played through it and right. played 17 games. Now what? So now, you know, now um, what's the narrative?
1: So un- unfortunately, like he's not you know one of these quote unquote perfect quarterbacks. He's, he's not, not. He's not, he's not elite. Mahomes. So he's, the thing the thing about Tua for me is. Um, you can you can win a Super Bowl with Tua. You probably won't win a Super Bowl because of Tua is the way that I look at it. Okay, there that's the case for most quarterbacks in the NFL. Omar, yes. like the uh, vast majority, and, and listen, I I'm a big fan of Lamar Jackson. He's not done that yet. Yeah, right. So we still don't know for sure if he can do that. About
2: to be a two time MVP though. Yes, about to be two
1: time MVP. But the playoff story yeah. is still yet to be written for if, him.
2: If he gets upset by Houston, then you know he's a bum. Yeah. Right, um, you know, we, oh, hell, we went the whole off season. Um, he was free, out there as a free agent. He was, he was, he demanded a trade from Baltimore, and and nobody made an offer. Nope, nobody in the NFL made an offer to the two time MVP, two-time MVP yeah. of the league. Yeah. Um, and the reality for Tua is, unfortunately, and and this is part of the apocalypse that is upcoming on the horizon, is when you give a quarterback. A quarterback contract, which is basically two hundred million dollars, um, something in the neighborhoods of forty to fifty million dollars a year, and if you're you're giving him a contract like the his peers signed, Lamar Jackson, Jalen Hurts, uh, Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow, it's going to be in the fifty million dollar realm, which is what Adam Beasley mentioned. Um, to 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 Chris Greer and 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 Mike McDaniel joked like, "Hey, is this guy his agent?" Do
1: you th- do you think uh, and and I love Beasley. Do you think he expected Greer to like give a real answer to the question, or did he just say, "I need this question on record, whether uh- they answer it or not"? <laughs>
2: I'm gonna give you a little bit of inside baseball okay? yeah I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you know how the sausage got made
1: because you get because you you writers yeah. are a little are a little different because like for me when, when I go to media availabilities like I I'm asking questions more as like a radio guy podcaster it's like we, I'm gonna we, answer I'm gonna ask them a question that I think they'll give me an answer to we, where sometimes you newspaper guys just ask questions to ask them
2: see and this is where I'm gonna give you a little bit of education yeah. and, and because it's a six o'clock hour it, um, this is only the people who are early risers and go to work Work and okay. and and are listening to a car. You're getting a little bit of an exclusive th- this, here. Is uh, th- this is only for the employed. This is only for the employed, the hardworking, the, the, the guys who are who are, del- who are delivering something to somebody that yeah. needs it, ah. needs to be there at 7.30 a.m. This is only for you, okay? Um, we strategically strategize that Chris Greer session because we only get Chris Greer probably about four times a year. Oh, that's true. And we can't waste th- those moments or those opportunities. One, we said... No Mike McDaniel questions. There were rules to our press conference. Really? All Mike McDaniel questions had to be into the back because we know Mike McDaniel's a filibuster. You ask him what a question, it's going to be a two-minute and 30-second answer. We don't have two minutes and 30 seconds That's the whole to session. Waste. That's right. Yeah. Exactly. We don't, have five, we don't have time for five questions. Okay? Good point. So all questions were directed. We went into this strategize. Everybody yep. had assigned questions. And literally there were orders like this is the one time that we as media members were all on the same team. We all need to get these things addressed. And the questions were, the questions were the, the course was charted. The questions were ordered. Reporters were assigned questions. Okay. Like so that. to make sure that we deliver for you fans, all of the things that you need addressed, which includes the salary slot, like You on the record about what the salary slot is. And that was a Beasley assigned question. So, because
1: you know, because I do understand this aspect of it. If that question went unasked, you're going to get backlash from fans. It's like exactly how do you how do you get in a room with Chris Greer and exactly. not ask him about the contract and the salary e- slot? E-
2: exactly. So we, we 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 and we made sure that we had we 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 got all our questions answered. Nice. And in fact, we had f- opportunities for follow up questions. And thank you to Ann for that. Um, you know, you, we punched ourselves out. Uh, and it's important that because here's the thing. It's tacky as an organization for you to make your quarterback, n- not just your quarterback, but any player who has exceeded expectation, like Christian Wilkins, mm. play on a fifth-year option. Yeah, it's tacky. tacky. Um, and Chris Greer addressed the Christian Wilkins situation. We made—he's like—we made him multiple offers. They were fair offers. He bet on himself. And he won. Yes, he did. The offers that we made that were fair last year, now Christian can laugh at them because he is by far proven that I've outperformed those and now I will be a $100 million player whether you like it or not. Now, I can promise you there were not $100 million contract offers on the table when Christian turned it down and said, thanks, no thanks, I'll play on my fifth-year option, yeah. and then I'll force your hand by making you franchise tag me and then force you to give me a $100 million contract. Mm-hmm. That's that's the char- That's the course that, Chris, that, that Christian Wilkins set for himself, and this entire offseason, I was one of the individuals saying, you cannot pay Christian Wilkins a $100 million contract because he has not performed like it. Yeah. And, and at the time, you were right. At the time, I was right. Now I look like a dummy. Mm, yeah. Uh, because the price just went up. Right. right. Now, but as an organization, you look tacky because you made them play on the fifth year option. You made them take all the risk, and it paid off for Christian. Healthy season, dominant season. Outperformed Quentin Williams. Wants more money than Quentin Williams. You're going to have to give him more money than Quentin Williams. Um, now, same situation with Tua. You saw what his peers got, right or wrong, fair or not. That's what the market is.
1: Is there is there any scenario? Because I know uh, the the text line is uh, there are a lot of people chiming in, basically saying, you know, Tua will be a complete. Somebody even took issue with the fact that I said you can win a Super Bowl with Tua or a quarterback like Tua. Is there any scenario? Any scenario where Tua isn't a Dolphin long term? Because I, I think yeah. the Dolphins are in position where they probably need to lock him up whether these people like it or not. Absolutely.
2: <laughs> there, there, there's a scenario for anything. Yeah, um, Hell, you tried to trade him. I mean, you tried to, to replace him two years ago.
1: Well, true. Different, you know, different uh, person steering the ship. No, actually, Chris
2: Greer was the one steering oh, true, the, true. the but, ship. And well,
1: wasn't that more at the request of uh, Florence, Yes, though? exactly. And uh, that wasn't what Chris Greer wanted to
2: do. No, right? it wasn't. But Chris Greer is a people pleaser or, or executive pleaser, <laughs> and if you that's yeah. not what you want to do. And at that time, Deshaun Watson was one of the top upper leshion quarterbacks. We dodged a bullet with that one though, we for sure. Kind of did. Yeah. I mean, but remember back in the day when we used to turn our nose up at Deshaun Watson prices. Yeah. Now Deshaun Watson prices looks kind of reasonable, doesn't it?
1: Well, not for Deshaun Watson, but in general, it looks reasonable.
2: Yeah, right? yeah. I mean, I'm I'm going to look up what his contract is, and I I can tell you right now. Was it two
1: hundred seventy six million? Two hundred. I I oh, I'll look 230. it up. Thirty. Oh, two thirty, yeah. I don't know what. I
2: uh, what is it per year? It, uh, it's uh, but
3: it, forty-eight, maybe. But it was
2: four, yeah, but the, I mean, the 48,
1: fully 46, 46. the fully guaranteed part was what? Uh, five for th- two thirty, yeah five okay. for two thirty, fully guaranteed,
2: fully guaranteed. Fully guaranteed. Uh, his whole deal is fully guaranteed, right? Exactly, yeah. yeah, yeah, which is the uncomfortable part for me. Exactly, um, that was what was uncomfortable. Uh, yeah. So, a- and right now you're sitting here saying, okay, forty-five to fifty million dollars for Tua. Oh man, that's gonna hamstring tie me that's gonna that's gonna make me eat ramen noodles and 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 beans and franks for you know at least two times a week Well and, and that's uh, the uh, thing
1: it's like for for a quarterback who cannot improvise and make something out of nothing the way I don't some like when people quarter- say that. Well, hold on but let, let me finish my point though for yeah. a, for a quarterback who who can't necessarily make something out of nothing and who basically needs to be playing uh, at temperatures between 75 and 95 degrees, preferably wow. very close to Come sea on, level. Come on,
2: give me at least 50.
1: Uh, okay, I'll give you 50. All okay, right, you got to be between you, uh, 50 uh, and 95 degrees, right, preferably close to sea level. That uh, That's a lot of money.
2: That That is cold and disrespectful, but I'm going to have to acknowledge that it might be accurate. <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and... and you know, what's funny, um, Mike McDaniel basically said, uh, you know, and this was my assigned question, um, you know, and I did ask it, yeah. um, the game plan that you executed against, or failed to execute against Kansas City hinted that you don't trust Tua's arm, Yeah, and I'm sorry, there's nobody who can watch that game, especially late in the game, third and fourth quarter, where you're still throwing horizontal passes. And not very little down the field, and how do you justify that when you're saying this guy's a franchise quarterback and your game plan was uh, we can't trust you to throw the ball downfield? That's
1: a damn good assigned question, by the way.
2: Yeah, you know, um, I had other ones I f- I failed on, and 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 Daniel had to step up for me. Um, <laughs> it, it, yeah, it's hard, it's hard out here because what? Well, when when it was my turn to get the question in, we we had un We had unknowingly moved on to the Mike McDaniel questions, and then once we yeah. got him rolling, we had to keep that keep that going yeah, so yeah. um so I did ask that question uh and his justification for it, and I'm still trying to go I haven't had time to go over the all twenty two he basically said the style of defense that they played, which was quarters and pressing underneath, it predicates and forces you to play that way yeah. um now he is right and how do you count and I had to ask people who coached okay how do you counter that if this is how they're playing you and their answer is you have to run the ball on that and unfortunately then what do you do when your run game is not working Right, exactly when you can't run the ball what do you do then, uh, uh, what do you do then? and their response is you just take an L yeah and it just looks like trash yep. and So I'm still going to look at the All-22 to see if this was just like every snap that they were playing. I mean, and it's true. The style that they played and understand the Chiefs, they have physical press cornerbacks. You know who those cornerbacks were taught by? Sam Madison before he came here. That's right. They have physical jamming press cornerbacks, and there are clips out there of Sneed, putting Tyreek on the ground. See, that's right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I uh, like how Tyreek
1: uh, had a sense of humor about it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean – He knocked uh, me right uh, to Cancun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: And, and, and justifiably so, and this is to my point that Vlad is going to ignore and get irate about, when your cornerback – when your wide receivers are not 100%, much easier to jam them and not worry about them getting behind you and, and whooping your tail. Then they run
3: the ball. Yep. Run the ball. You were okay. the second, with the second your, yes. uh, best running attack in the league this year.
2: Yes, you're correct. And then you've got a back on one knee, yeah. and one knee and one ankle, and then another back who had been killing you, who had been doing quite well with doing turf toe, well. yeah. who gave you in that game, I believe it was nine yards and eight carries. Oof. So what do you do then? <laughs> what do you do then, Vlad?
1: You, you try to throw the ball, and you fail.
2: Yeah, you try to throw the ball and horizontally, kind of to simulate what the run is, and then guys are just absolutely not playing you, not playing you deep, and just smacking you in the mouth, and it just looks horrible. Even Mike McDaniel in Hard Knocks, he said, he said, boy, he said, basically we look like ass. Yeah. And in the game, and it's true, they look like ass.
3: And and I'm blaming it on the offense. Even Jalen Waddle talking to Tyreek on the sideline yes. when he watched the show, he's like, dude. The defense got 11 new starters, and they're keeping us in the game. Yeah, that's right. Okay, so the guys who are banged up, yes, they are banged up, but they're not as banged up as the defense. So when the the Mostert and the Waddles come in, even if they are there as a decoy. They are. They okay? were. Okay, so they were. So the they arc, were. My, now I got to look at Mikey fit. all right, and ask him what adjustments, what alterations to the game plan are you doing in order <laughs> to get this team to ch- some type of drive, some type of success. Just keep them going forward. My problem with the offense on Saturday was in this type of weather, I need you to go downhill north and south. I can't see you going right, either way. they're and not weather. built for that.
2: They're not, they weren't built for that, and against that opponent, it was a recipe for disaster.
3: And Right, yeah. and then when I look at that, then I got to look. That low. opponent,
2: those conditions, that wind. Like those injuries, it was just a recipe for disaster.
3: Well, and
1: it wasn't that the issue though against the majority of the teams that they lost. Like the Tennessee game was kind of uh, it was an aberration. It was an awful, awful thing. Uh, but it was what it was. But it's like, still
2: the same style of football. That's where, true. That is true. Now they had a yeah. they had Jeffrey Simmons out, yeah. so. Yeah, you really had no excuse for that But it's like
1: you know, all all the teams that you lost to mm-hmm. were play the, the same style, and and the teams that you're not built to beat. But Correct. it's like you've got to have a plan B and a and an ability to beat these teams if you ever want to win a Super Bowl. Cause and, you can't, and you can't avoid and all those. It, games. And it wasn't
2: like they just said, "This is what we do. We're going to stick with it." Because they changed up what their their approach on all of those games. They just still took an L.
1: Yeah. Well, I, I think uh, I think we took a dub in this six o'clock hour. I think we uh, we we hit some of the we hit some of the high points and the low points, of course. But um, can things get better with the cap-ocalypse, uh cap? I have trouble saying that. Yeah, everybody I have trouble does trouble saying that. Can we get better with that looming? We'll talk about that in the seven o'clock hour, Joe Rose Show on AM five sixty Sports WQAM.